Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about high blood pressure. How can we control it? What can we do to keep ourselves healthy? Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast. We really appreciate you all joining us this week. Uh, We see that you folks have been listening to our podcast, and it makes us really, really happy that we are able to provide some kind of value to you if you're dealing with things and you just want to get some support on any kind of issues. Thank you for turning to our podcast. We really appreciate that. Um, While we're at it, before we jump into our great topic today, uh, we just want to remind you to please join us at uh, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com where you can find all of our content all curated in one place from our blogs, our workout videos, these podcasts, uh, just about anything that we can put out, we put it there on the website. And don't forget to sign up for that newsletter where you can get all of our content delivered to your inbox once a week and uh, just helps you stay on top of what we have going going on each week. Mm-hmm. Um, and our YouTube channel, we always like to highlight that as well. YouTube.com slash Senior Fitness with Meredith, where we put all of our workout videos on there. They are also on our website, but you can subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay updated on when we release new videos each week. So thanks for thanks for checking all that stuff out. And if you do join us on the podcast every week, uh, we really appreciate that because we really have a lot of fun doing these podcasts and getting getting the chance to talk to you about a lot of things that we can't really address in our videos. So this is a great platform for that, and uh, thanks for joining us. So today's topic is no different in excellence. We are talking <laughs> about high blood pressure <laughs> and uh, how to control it. What 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 can we do <laughs> if we have high blood pressure? How does that relate to exercise? Um, and as always, Meredith, I want to jump in and get your your <laughs> opinion on 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 this issue, this important topic that we all deal with. Well, this one I want to kind of. I, I delve into the importance of staying active when you do have high blood pressure. I think a lot of people are scared because um, they're afraid it's going to bring their heart rate up even more, and that's not good if they are in um, the range where they are considered that to have high blood pressure already, or they're taking medication for it to regulate it, which is a huge number of people, um, especially seniors. <laughs> that have or diagnosed with high blood pressure and do take medication for it. So um, I'll read just very quick. I like to kind of give definitions of things, especially if people are like, what is blood pressure? Mm-hmm. I don't even, you know, we hear it. We we know what it is, but what is it? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read just the kind of the definition in layman's terms in a way, and, and then we'll move on from there. So blood pressure is the force of your blood pushing against the walls of your arteries. Each time the heart beats, it pumps blood into the arteries. So your blood pressure is highest when your heart beats, pumping the blood. This is called the systolic pressure. So if you know your numbers, um, systolic and diastolic, the upper and lower, but we'll get into that. So when your heart is at rest between beats, your blood pressure falls, and that's the diastolic pressure. So optimal numbers are 120 over 80. So 120 is your systolic over 80 diastolic. (laughs) So the upper and lower. Upper and lower. So, and they claim that if it's 140 over 90 or above is considered high blood pressure. Um, And again, as we age, a lot of the the 
tightening of the arteries, they're closing a little bit, it's harder for the blood to pump through them. Therefore, your blood pressure does go up, is the norm. Mm -hmm. Um, That goes along with diet and exercise as well. (laughs) Even for young people, there's a ton of young people these days, unfortunately, that have high blood pressure because of the foods that we're eating and the lack of movement that we're doing. Um, But again, seniors, as we age, it's very, very common to have high blood pressure because the body is getting older. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So that being said, uh, yes, trying to to regulate and remember that you can still be active and move is very, very important. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, misunderstandings about high blood pressure and blood pressure in general. Yes. We hear the term, but we don't really quite know what that means. Um, what, what kind of percentages do you, do you know of that, of people that have high blood pressure? It's huge. I would say almost everyone that I've worked with that will confide in me and tell me medications that they take, almost every single one of them has said, yeah, and something for my blood pressure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's almost like, yeah, yeah, that's a given. Um, You know, I'm taking one for this and one for this. And of course, high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's huge. (laughs) And and are those like blood thinners? Like what kind of... They do take blood thinners too, but there is something that regulates your blood pressure outside of um, blood thinners and Coumadin and all the other ones that everyone takes too. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's very rare that I've heard hear anybody say they have low blood pressure mm-hmm. <laughs> besides my family, my grandmother and my mother, <laughs> which yeah. is very odd. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's usually very, uh, something for high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so let's talk about what contributes mm-hmm. to high blood pressure. How do we get it? Like, are we born with it? Is it genetic or uh, does it, it, is it something that we create for ourselves? They do say it's genetic. It can be. So unfortunately, if someone in your family has it it could be you know given to you too Mm -hmm. um but again can be controlled with things that we do the foods that we eat our weight um if of course if we have if we're carrying more weight or we are obese um and overweight it's harder for the blood to pump throughout the body um so therefore you have high blood pressure you're eating fatty foods Um, not good for the arteries. It's just clogging them up harder for the blood stress levels. Um, it's amazing what stress can do. It's just as bad as being overweight and not active. If you're super stressed, um, that causes clogs in the arteries also, which makes you have high blood pressure. So harder for that poor heart to beat all that blood through those, uh, arteries. So yeah. So Trying to, to um, of course, genetic, not a lot we can do with that. But yes, we can control our weight and we can control what we eat and we can work on controlling our stress. Mm-hmm. So let's dive into that um, as far as what we can do to improve our, our blood pressure. Um, mm-hmm. Is it possible? How, how, how do we go from a high number to mm-hmm. a low number? You know, what are the steps we need to take uh, naturally? Uh, you know, non-medicated, obviously, what, what are the things that we can do? You mentioned a lot of, you know, diet, you mentioned exercise. Let's Mm -hmm. dive into that. Um, what kind of exercising schedule would help us with our blood pressure? Um, especially if you have high blood pressure, start slow and 
especially if you're not working out at all. <laughs> Even just starting with walks. If you have weather that you can go outside and go for walks around your block, that's perfect way to start. Um, nice and slow or doing light cardio workouts in your home. Uh, walking around your home even you know we're so sedentary and as we get older yes it does get harder to move around and that's understood but reminding yourself how important it is to keep your body moving and active obviously it's good for so many things but blood pressure and like I, I mentioned you know I said your stress overweight the things you eat um all of these things and what can control all of those things, your high blood pressure, is exercise. I mean, really mm -hmm. just moving. It just starts with moving your body, getting more active, feeling how that helps you and benefits you in every way in your life, and then adding to it as, um, as allowed, as the body allows you to, mm -hmm. as it gets used to it, basically. Yeah. So starting with walks, see how that feels. Try and get the heart rate up a little bit. That's good. You're building heart strength. You're building lung capacity. That's good if you have high blood pressure. It's going to help with those numbers. It's going to bring the numbers down over time as you build strength inside of yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, so as you mentioned at the top of the podcast, high blood pressure in relation to exercise and what, what can we do with exercise to improve our blood pressure? Mm -hmm. um, so... What what kind of are you talking cardiovascular exercises? Are we talking, um, you know, you mentioned walking. What about like training with weights or training yes. with resistance? All of it. <laughs> All of it's going to help because it is going to build the body. It's going to bring the heart rate up. Um, doing weight training, people think it's it can be cardiovascular if you're doing it the right way. And if you've ever done any of my workouts where we do um, workouts with the weights or resistance bands, we go from one thing to the next. And there's a reason for that. It's to get the heart rate up a little bit and make it more of a cardiovascular along with weight training, resistance and endurance. It's helping the, the whole body because um, some people only believe in weight training. Some people only believe in cardio workouts. Um, doing a mix of all of them, but really trying to make everything you do something that's going to build up your heart and lungs is really important. And of course your muscles are benefiting, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that's what, you know, we're doing it for to strengthen the body. Um, but yeah, I think any type of training that you do, but really trying to, to make a vary it, I guess, throughout the week, mm -hmm. have a variety of different things that you do. Don't just get stuck with one, walk around the block. Okay, I'll mm -hmm. do that every day. Because <laughs> we have to up it every once in a while. When we our body gets used to things, the heart will level out. We need to bring that heart rate up. Um, maybe swimming. Would you suggest mm. swimming, that kind of a low-impact type of thing? Yeah, definitely. If you're a water person, then that's available to you. Yes, getting in there, jumping around, do, you know... Running back and forth in the pool is just amazing how the heart rate can go up <laughs> um, with swimming and different activities in the water. So that's a, a great one if you have it available. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, how about going for a run? If you, if you are able to jog, if you are able to do a light jog, mm -hmm. um, that will also help bring your heart rate up. Um, just as if you were walking, right. Um, maybe going onto the treadmill, something like mm -hmm. that. Um, 
What about, let's talk about HIT exercises because mm-hmm. we do a lot of HIT routines. You have a lot of HIT routines that on our, on our channel uh, that you put out there. What, what are the benefits of HIT on high blood pressure? Um, those are wonderful workouts because they bring the heart rate up and then allow it to go down slightly and then bring it right back up. Um, so it's building that endurance um, in your heart, in your lungs, which is exactly what we want to try and do, right, for high blood pressure so we can bring it down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's making your, your heart uh, work harder for short increments of time, basically. So it's pumping faster. It's going, going. Again, mm-hmm. if you have high blood pressure, you're diagnosed, you know your body and, and, and know what you should start with. We do a variety of different HIIT workouts where some are a little bit um, less strenuous than others. So you can do seated. We have many seated HIIT workouts that, even though seated, are very difficult. (laughs) But really remembering to listen to your body because they can be strenuous. They do get the heart rate up. They do make you a little out of breath, which is a good thing. But of course, if you have high blood pressure, take it a little bit slower until you can work up to the the more intermediate i guess mm-hmm. level but hit workouts are amazing in the fact that they do that exactly they bring the heart rate they make it work hard um for short increments of time and that's going to build it over time it's kind of like you said if you run can you jog i think it's just the same as walking to me if you can maybe jog for a minute and walk for a minute mm-hmm. jog for a minute and walk for a minute that's actually more beneficial than just going for a jog mm-hmm. <laughs> it's shown in studies because it's working the body different in that hit pattern, in that style. So it's actually better for you than just to go out at the same speed, just like a walk. You jog at the same speed, you're not doing anything different for the heart and lungs. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Then just going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in a HIIT workout, just in case for those of oh, those people mm. who may not know what a right. HIIT workout is... It is the high intensity interval training. Right. <laughs> right? And it's meant to vary your heart rate mm-hmm. during your workout and not just start your workout, heart rate goes up, and then end your workout and high rate, goes heart rate down. comes back down. It's right. kind of meant to vary it during the workout, yeah. right? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which, like I said, if you, any of our workouts that we've put out, it, that's kind of what the pattern is. Even just a low impact cardio, if anyone does them, they may see. We're doing a movement for a short amount of time for a number of repetitions or however I'm doing it for that workout. And then we just um, march in between. 
that's because I'm allowing the heart rate to come back down. And then we go into the next move that's supposed to make the heart rate go up, march, bring the heart rate back down. So it's kind of doing that same pattern, you know, lifting weights, go fast, do four in a row, quick, quick, then let the heart rate go down a little breather, get back into it. Same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Any, any, any workout that you do, you can make into a hit workout in mm-hmm. a way. That's what I'm trying to say. Even if it's just marching in your, your house mm-hmm. <laughs> or lifting weights, doing it in patterns that can make, um, make it more beneficial. Um, so if someone comes to you and says, Meredith, I do have high blood pressure. I've been suffering it, suffering from it for a long time. Um, how often should I exercise? How often should I, you know, put in the work to exercise mm-hmm. during the week? Cause I know we get questions about that set that come through mm-hmm. yeah. on how often should I be working out? <laughs> you know, how, how often should it work out if you have high blood pressure? You know, right. that, that fear of getting your heart up too much. Exactly. You know? What, what's the frequency here? Uh, same as I'd say for anyone, high blood pressure or not is daily. Try and move on purpose every day. Um, whether it's just stretching or, you know, your light day is just going for a nice lo- light walk. Hit training is not a daily thing. That uh, twice a week is, is sufficient. Um, you don't need to do that every single day. So remember that. Um, but moving on purpose every day, whether it stretches, range of motion with or without any type of equipment, but really, really trying to to get that movement in daily, seven days a week if possible. If you do at least six with intention of um, getting the heart rate up, whether it's a lifting weights day or even a yoga day, something like that, that gets the heart rate up too. It's very beneficial for the mind and body. Um, and then having one day where it's a little bit lighter. And when I say that, you know, say you're off day, you just want to sit and relax. Yes, that's good for the body. That's good. That's not a bad thing. But maybe just try and move a little bit. Do a couple stretches while you're sitting in your chair watching your shows. Um, That's just, it's just good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Every day. Every day, It sounds like a lot, you know, especially if someone's like, I don't work out at all. How am I supposed to go from zero to seven? Mm -hmm. But it's light. It's easy stuff. And then you'll see how good you feel. Um, you'll want to add more to it. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it goes. I see that and hear that so much. Um, especially lately with some comments we've gotten on some of our workouts we've put out, they say, wow, what a difference. Um, during quarantine, <laughs> we're still in it now as we do these podcasts, they'll say, what a difference these last three months have made. I didn't think I could feel so good. My body's benefiting. My brain is benefiting mentally, emotionally, everything. So, um, you'll start to feel better. And then, you know, the other positives, your blood pressure will go down. It's, it'll be amazing. Your doctor will tell you, wow, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Tell him you're, you're, you're exercising. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, would you recommend if someone isn't exercising that they maybe start off like twice a week, three times a week, kind of ease into it. Yeah. And every other day, see how your body responds to different workouts that you're doing. So give it that day of rest. So if you're doing weights and you don't normally do that, do that, take the next day, maybe just as a very light day or to stretch your body or something like that. See how it feels after, um, that previous day where you worked out, what hurts, what doesn't hurt. Um, 
see how it's responding to the different things that you're trying with it if it's new to you mm-hmm. and then go from there then you'll know you'll be a little bit safer to do it and 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 okay to do it the next time because you'll say okay my body was okay with that then we can add that in a little bit more mm-hmm. so if someone does have high blood pressure and say they start they adopt your advice and they start exercising uh, twice a week, three times a week, and eventually moving it up to, you know, five, six days a week. How long do you think it will take for their blood pressure to start coming down? You know? Yeah, it probably won't take very long. I don't know the the statistics on that, depending on what your numbers are, though. Um, And remember, it has to be all involved. Mm -hmm. So if you are eating really, really bad still, but you're working out more, you know, uh, six, one half dozen, the other, you're not, you're still gonna, you're not going to benefit like you would if you really have a turnaround, Mm -hmm. you start getting more active, eat better, make sure you're getting good sleep. That's important too. And focus on the stressors in your life and trying to bring those down. It's really almost like everything we, we talk about any, um, chronic issues, any pain, any, anything that you have, any disease, anything, all of the same goes. It has to be Mm well-rounded. You can't just focus and hone in on one and think that everything's going to get better just because you exercise or just because you eat better. Mm -hmm. Um, You really have to work on the entire thing. Yeah, it has to be kind of an (laughs) all-inclusive thing. And then see the numbers go down, Yeah. yeah. Maybe like in between doctor visits, say you go to the doctor every couple months. Right. And if you adopt this routine, Mm -hmm. you'll probably see results, I'm guessing, the next time you go to the doctor. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. A lot of people have their own uh, blood pressure cuffs at home, especially if you have high blood pressure because you're trying to monitor it so much. So don't think because you just exercise, you take your blood pressure, it's going to be higher. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exercise does bring your blood pressure up slightly momentarily. Um, after you work out. So don't take your blood pressure. Don't go to the doctor right after you work out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You'll see numbers that you don't want to see and you'll be worried and think you're going in the wrong direction. Um, Make sure it's much later. (laughs) We've had that before. I've had residents who I've worked with and they're like, my blood pressure was so high. And, you know, we have to say, of course it was. You just came from a class. (laughs) (laughs) You can't take your blood pressure now. (laughs) So, or you have to tell us that you worked out, so we don't take your blood pressure now (laughs) Um, and know that the numbers will be off. So, but yeah, a lot of people do have their own blood pressure cuffs and gauges and different ways that they can take it in their own home. And doing that every few days, you might be able to see you'll, if you take your blood pressure throughout the day, it fluctuates throughout the day. So, Mm -hmm. um, depending on what you're doing first wake up to when you go to bed to when you've eaten to when you've worked out to when you just cried because you're stressed um it's across the board so your doctor usually takes it one time but and that's your number so you have to learn what your number is kind of on your own i guess um if it's high it's high but it's going to fluctuate in the high range but knowing that it's it's um it's not going to be the same every time it's Mm -hmm. kind of an amazing number because they tell you this is your blood pressure but it's I, I'm amazed when, well, when I was at work, we would take some right before, um, they'd start therapy and then in the middle of it and then after, and it was all across the board. Mm, I mm-hmm. mean, numbers that didn't even make sense sometimes. And that was within a 30 minute to an hour period. So, uh, it's, 
some amazing numbers the way the body works yes yeah. but um you know if you're in the high range you're in the high range so mm-hmm. working on trying to bring that down and watching those numbers is i guess the most important and exercise and eating is going to help way better than medications because it's going to get that body inside um in the right place and then medications help as well of course if you need them mm-hmm. Uh, great advice and great a great way to, uh, you know, end this podcast. Uh, hopefully this has helped you out there if you had questions about blood pressure and exercise and how that affects your, your overall health. And uh, hopefully we've been able to answer some of those questions, maybe um, relieve some of the fears if you have any uh, about blood, high blood pressure and how often you should exercise. Mm. So uh, if you if you. Do you have any questions? Please let us know. Email us. Hit us up on Facebook. And uh, just communicate with us. We love hearing what you guys have out there, what your stories are. (laughs) So uh, with that being said, we really appreciate you guys joining us on the podcast today. Thank you so much. Don't Mm -hmm. forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Check out our YouTube channel. And uh, look for us on the next episode. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.